You hear their fire crackle. We're getting kindled. We're getting kindled for God. We're going to be on fire for God. The only way to be on fire for God is to see the fire of God. So like Moses on top of the mountain. Let's look at the fire. See the glory of God and let's get complete in it. Let's get kindled. Guys, welcome back to episode four. That was kind of loud. Uh, I missed last week because I was not in town and I could have rushed it, but then I felt I shouldn't do that. You know, don't rush, don't rush this. So I'm here and I'm back and I'm even late recording this, but it will get posted on Monday, 100%. So today, uh, I don't know why I opened like that. No, today is the day the Lord has made. Hallelujah. Uh, no. Um, today I want to talk about a weird con, con, concept. Um, not, not weird. Um, more of simple concept, but often overlooked because it seems to be unimportant. Um, and I wanted to originally do this episode on missing the holy, which I, I want to do. If I remember to do it, I will do it. Um, because I feel like that really makes us appreciate the gospel more. But towards the end of this last week, uh, God hit me with something personally. And then it's just been on my mind ever since. And even up to Sunday. Right? So he hit me with the concept of stop doing, just be. Stop doing for me. Start doing all these things to get to me, to achieve me, just be with me and in me, you know. And I've kind of maybe mentioned this before, but I really want to explain and fill out what being with God versus what doing for God looks like. Because with words, it's really easy, right? Like one that really hit me that I told myself, but then, you know, had to really work to do is like being God, don't just do rest, but be in God's rest, you know, like, and that sounds kind of confusing, but basically just like, instead of trying to find rest and do all these things to be being, like, to be a part of God's rest, just be in Him and He'll give rest, but that's a lot easier said than done, and obviously I do these unedited, unscripted, and I really wanted to be like, okay, I I need to fill this out, and I don't know exactly what that looks like because being with God does not mean you never do anything for God doing this podcast is for God but I'm in God when I do this right so works are very important you read that in James but being in God I feel like is more important because trying to do anything outside of God God will still bless because God works in spite of us I heard one speaker say which is beautifully said. Um, so never give yourself the glory. No, but if you're in God, it not only blesses others, but blesses yourself, right? Like you could get up on stage and do everything, but if you're not in God, you may bless people. People may praise you for it, but you're, you're, you're not pouring out of a cup that's full. 
You're pouring out of your own cup, and Lord knows all our cups have holes in it, right? So, being in God blesses not only the doer, but others. But not just others, but also the doer, right? It, it blesses everyone involved. But more so than that, even being with God, sometimes for me in my current season, that means not doing in a lot of places of my life, right? Like this podcast is one of the few places in my life currently that God wants me to do. But other places in my life, he's just like, no, 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 just let it be. Just be with me and I'll take care of it. Like my friendships, relationships, community, I really want to work at that right now. I have a passion for that right now. And I really want to because I love people, one. I want more friends, two. And three, I just like, in general, just love people, right? Just want to be with people. But God in this season is telling me, no, 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 just be and rest and wait. But beyond that, just focus on the me in it. Another place in your life, right? Like there's a social aspect. And then there's also the other, the the spiritual quote-unquote aspect. I, I don't really like calling it that. It makes it sound religious and I'm really against religion. Um, But the side of like walking with God, right? I want to do so much. Um, And what I've realized this last week, I can't do enough or really much at all. Like we think we can, but I don't think we can. Like I said, I'm really anti-religion, and religion is all about doing in order to be. But God is be with me, and I'll, and he will do. Mm. Right? Be with God, God will do. Because if God's truly divine, right, he doesn't need us to do anything. I feel like a lot of times we think we say God's divine and then act like he isn't because we feel like we got to do everything. One of the most beautiful things about God is like, we don't have to do anything for his love. He loves us and that covers any amount of distance that we come short to, right? You can bring yourself as far as you want, but you will never bring yourself fully to God. And his love and God himself covers that gap. And that's a beautiful thing about the cross, right? Like whatever you can't bring to God, right? Like the distance you can't cover to God, God rightfully, because he's perfect and we are not, rightfully could look at us and be like, oh, they couldn't make it. But instead, he looks at it and he's like, man, I'll, I'll cover that. Like, I'll, I'll reach out my hand to come get you, right? Like Ezekiel, he constantly picks up Ezekiel and it says holds him tight and takes him places. And sometimes that's what it feels like for us is God grabs us and holds us tight, taking us where we need to be. And for Ezekiel, it was literal. He literally took him places uh, on sometimes. But um, for us, it probably won't be literal. It could be, you know. But if it is, please reach out and tell me because I would love to hear about that. <laughs> nah, but it's just the concept. And I feel like this, the idea of doing has always been around a very long time. And a lot of that is cultural. There's always this culture of do, right? Like, you could go all the way back to Satan if you really wanted to. Um, He, when tempting Eve, he was trying her to become God. She had to do something. But God just wanted a relationship, right? 
Like God really just was like, hey, be with me, walk with me, and then you can do as you walk, right? You do, I gave you a purpose to do as you walked with me and while you be in me, while being with me. But Satan was like, no, 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 you have to do something to become more like God. It was always the idea of do. And then if you look at the culture today, you have to do something to provide for yourself. But God says he will provide, right? If you had to do something to have community. But God, when he left, what happened immediately? Communities came in the form of the church, right? That's what the church is. The church has nothing to do with anything except community of God's people. And if you think differently, I, we can, I guess, talk about that. I mean, not saying that it doesn't have other purposes. It definitely does. But the root purpose is community. And then take that to another level. The relationships or the relationship, romantically, both those we feel like we had to do. And a lot of us, in the sense of doing, getting something prematurely. And there's hurt people. I've been in a relationship that was premature that I did. And then I've been in a relationship when I was being in God, he did. And both of them ended, right? One on God's terms, one on human terms. And I'm telling you, one left me in pain and anger. And one left me in hurt, but in comfort. Which seems bizarre, but that that's the truth. That's literally what I felt when people asked how I was doing. I was like, I'm hurt, but I'm also comforted, right? Which is a weird concept. And it's like working through that is a lot easier, different, and I'm not going to say it is better, but that's not, that gives you the uh, idea that it was a good time. It was not a good time. But compared to the first doing it, me doing, it ended in anger and strife and me walking away from God for like months because I didn't know what to do. And that goes back to the fundamental flaw. We can't do enough. You know, one thing I constantly struggle with, I feel like a lot of people do, is we try to do to reach God. We try to read the Bible, pray enough, worship enough, get to Him enough. You try to do all these things, and God, many times, and all those things I just named, none of them are bad. All of them help your walk, do them, right? But first, before you start doing, be with God. Let your focus be on being with God. Why are you reading your Bible? Because you want to know and be with God. Right? If that's who God, if the Bible, if Jesus is the word and the word, you can read it. That means you're learning about Jesus. So if you want to, if so being with God is your focus, reading the Bible is a way to achieve it. Right? Prayer and worship are ways to get in the presence of God. To be with him in like more of a feeling way. Not every time. Sometimes you don't feel a thing. But, you know, those are examples of how those are used in the being. Even though there's probably more examples I just can't think of. Because I don't know everything, sadly. Uh, maybe one day. Um, but the thing is with God is that you don't, you can't and you don't have to do enough. And be, and become something more in order to be with God. See, what differentiates God from not just other religions and gods and everything like that, but also people is that God is so sufficient 
that he is able to cover everything that nothing else can, right? Like I kind of mentioned earlier, he can cover the ground where we fall short, right? See, because God is holding up his end of the bargain, right? All he says to us is, hey, come to me, and then I'll do all this. The problem is, we can't even fully do that. Let's be honest, like we can't fully even commit ourselves without God's help. Right? We don't even come to God unless it's through the Holy Spirit, which is God. So God literally has to pull us to Him, and then once we're there, we struggle to stay there. We can't do enough to stay there. But God's like, no, 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 I'll cover that. I'm there. I'll cover every time you walk away. Please just stay with me. And that's how good God is. Constantly in the Old Testament, it took me a while to find the book, the books that kind of mention this. But once you do, it really shifts your view of the love of God and it it compares God to a husband who is constantly cheated on by that and the Israelites are the ones that are cheating and I many times in the Old Testament if you want to get a really fresh perspective of the Old Testament read the Old Testament as if you're the Israelites and so read that kind of metaphor of okay God's a husband the Israelites are cheating God's a husband I'm cheating constantly with sin in the world and other other nations slash people, other um, pleasures, wisdom, knowledge, right? And that shifts the perspective because constantly in the Old Testament, you see this husband, God, constantly get rejected, dejected, and then like basically spat on because the Israelites or us, we want to go away from God and enjoy all these other things that don't that didn't that don't satisfy, won't satisfy, and have no intention to satisfy us. And God's sitting over here saying, I clothed you in righteousness and met majestic, beautiful colors, and yet you walk away but kept the coat. Mm. And then we get hurt and God's saying, Come back to me, I'll I'll rescue you. Isn't that amazing? If that was humans, it'd be abusive, right? If there was a spouse who was constantly getting cheated on, but always welcomed the person back, we would say that spouse is abused. But God is that spouse. And he said, no, 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 I'll welcome you back because my love covers everything you just did to me. And I know you'll do it again. And I'll cover that too. And then you have a new dynamic of love. No matter, we'll keep doing things against God. Sometimes we'll do things for God, but none of those matter. He just wants us to be with God, right? We got to strive for perfection. How are you going to strive for perfection if you're not in God, right? The first thing, one of the most, one of the best examples of being with God is, is looking to him as a father. Jesus constantly looked to God as a father. And you see this when he teaches the disciples. They ask him how to pray. And he teaches them. And he opens with Heavenly Father. I'm just going to let that sit. He opens with Heavenly Father. Isn't that beautiful? That one of the first things he opens with about our God. He describes him in this manner. Is that he is a Heavenly Father. You know. God has many names. Many numerous amazing names, but what he says first, Heavenly Father. And that immediately describes a sense of belonging, that he is your father who welcomes you back to his house. 
More so than that, in the New Testament, we see that he has a table prepared. A table prepared for us. All are welcome at that table. And that's amazing. That we belong at the table of God, our Father. That's amazing. I don't know how else to describe it because God from the beginning chose us and we were his children knit in our room. If you want to know someone who truly has this kind of relationship with God, read Psalms and learn about David and even some other people who wrote in Psalms. It's a beautiful sense of belonging because David constantly is upset at people, upset at God occasionally. Um, is in awful situations and he always comes to God because he knows he belongs to God. Right? And he always runs back to the Father who loves him. And that same Father is our Father. The Father who loves us and says, I'll cover every shortcoming. You can't do enough to reach me and I know that. I know you can't do enough. That's why I sent my son. And the amazing thing is the entire Old Testament prophets they knew this and it hadn't and it wasn't done yet the amazing thing for us the the great thing about us it's already been done it's already been done this is my last episode before christmas and i think it's fitting that this all relates to the gospel that everything about being with god that you can't do enough because oftentimes the sermons say, what are you doing that separates you from God? What are you doing that whatever? What are you doing to be closer to God? It's all about doing and having something and that we miss something and we got to do something and we got to turn away from our sin and do all this stuff. And that stuff is cool. But for me, it never worked. What worked for me is going to God says, God, God, I can't do it. I can't. I've tried. I want to do it. I desire to do for you. But I can't. And honestly, this is still a word for me. And it's, and it's looking at God and saying, despite me being unable to, somehow you're telling me that I can be with you because your son died on that cross. It's already done. And you're saying all I have to do is be with you. I don't have to do a thing. You just want me to be? And yeah, while I'm with you, and once I'm in you, then I can do something for you and with you. See, the amazing thing about God constantly, when he talks about the end of time in the new world, he talks about walking among his people, walking the streets with his people. Isn't that a, like just terrific, um, beautiful just sight? God has everything. He's made it perfect. He's ended all of time. That's a crazy thing, right? And what does he look forward to? Not getting the praise of all the people that he rightfully deserves. Not being in all the riches that he owns because everything's his. No, what does he want to do? He wants to walk in the streets with his people. He wants to be among us. He wants us to be with him. And he wants to be with us. See, a lot of there's this cringy statement, which is oh so true, so I'll say it anyway. It's that Christianity isn't a religion, it's a relationship. And oftentimes we say that and think that, but do you believe that? 
Do you walk in that? Right? Do you walk with God thinking, I have to do something out of religion? Or can I just be with God in a relationship? And it's, that's a, that's a difficult heart question. Because we usually try to think we do it right. Right? We usually try to be in this idea, yeah, I, I be, I'm with God. I'm in a relationship, not religion. You know, I spend my time being with Him, not doing for Him. But my question is, do, do a, if you did a heart check and allow God to be really honest with you and you are really honest with yourself, what would get revealed to you? And what was revealed to me is that despite my good intention and my want, I kept falling short. And that made me want to do something to reach God. And what God had to reveal was that I simply had to be with Him and not do for Him or try to reach Him. And God basically said, if I'm the prodigal son, the father runs to the prodigal son. Isn't that crazy? The prodigal son was drawn back to the father, but even then the father still ran to him. The prodigal son didn't run to the father. The father's son covered the ground and said, you're my son. I love you. I've made a place for you at my table. I just want to be with you. Will you please be with me again? And that's what I'm talking about. The being with God. Letting God do for us to be. And that's where the right healthy place for God is. Because once you're being with Him, you'll start doing for and with God things that we could never do. I feel like there's a huge reason we don't see these miraculous things is because we've kind of taken the God out of things. Oh, we got to do all this and then God will do something. No, no, no. You're doing all this with God. And it's amazing because you could see when people are doing something with God versus when they're doing something for God. But I like to argue if you're doing it with God, it'll be 10 times better, even if it is more difficult. And seems to be done incorrectly. Because being with God is so much more important. Well, that's all I had to say about this topic. And uh, I just hope you all enjoy this season of family and community. And that no matter your circumstance, that God loves you. And truly, this time of year exemplifies that. He was born with the destiny to die just for you and me. And then he rose again to show how much power he has just for you and me. So just keep that in mind. That no matter what you get, don't get, no matter who you're around or not around, what you have and don't have, God, uh, he's enough has already done it all and just wants to be with you. Love you all. Peace.